Sorry, I'm getting loud. Fine, I am fine. Good morning, Christine. I am well. How are you doing? Okay, hold on a second. I was using a mic for the first time, but I can't hear you, so I don't know. I think I need headphones. Oh, that's okay. Can you hear me now? Yeah, but now people probably can't hear me as well. But anyways, I'll have to figure out. Okay, great, great. Awesome. So thank you so much for joining me today. It's just an honor. First time, well, my first few times doing live. So I'm excited to be on here with you and to just introduce myself to you and the ladies in the Toronto Professional Networking Group. They are all amazing women. The ones that I've met have been so kind. So I'm just here to share my story and just tell you guys how I can help you out a little bit more with the service that I offer. I love it. And you were there Tuesday night. I watched social mixer. She was amazing. She pulled me up to the front. I was like, wait, me? <laughs> but I did my little thing, shake my waist a little bit. It was really fun. And the event was a huge success. So thanks again, Christine, for always putting together such a wonderful event for us to come together, meet up, get to know each other and collaborate. By the way, I've been able to meet some wonderful ladies, like I said before, and a couple of us are collaborating on different events. So this is a wonderful opportunity for all you ladies that are in the Toronto Professional Networking Group to connect and to build relationships, whether it's business or personal. Anyway, that's my little, you know, plug-in for the networking group, but I'll allow you to continue with the questions, Christine. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. All right, so let's get right to it. Um, I love hearing success stories. So I just want to hear like how you have achieved success in your career. It could be, you know, as an insurance agent or, you know, community service. You know, what what I love to throw in there too, that I'm a chef. So I've worked in three different, well, I wouldn't say they're different industries because they're all under the umbrella of service, but I've worked in three different areas of service. And for me, success is serving people and seeing that gratitude that people get from the service whether it is creating a menu and then serving that dish and you watch a person enjoying their first and last bite or it is sitting with a client um, that wants to understand a little bit more about finance and teaching them key financial concepts and helping them to understand how they could implement these concepts in their daily life so that they can have success. Actually, yesterday, a client of mine sent me a text message. She's so excited. Uh, a couple months ago, she was referred to me and she was in debt. And she said, I've spoken to so many other agents and those agents weren't able to help me. They weren't able to give me education. They were just directing me to products. Yesterday, she texted me. She's out of debt. She is now um, starting her business. Yes, in just a couple of months, we created a strategy. She was able to stick to it. She 
lost her job in the meantime and still was able to get out of debt. She's now starting her business. She's getting grant funding from the government. Um, she's looking forward to buying a house this year. So many great things that are going on for her just because we were able to sit and take the time to understand how to better manage her money, find the money where it's hiding and put it to work instead of working as hard for our money. Yeah. What's that saying about uh, right? work smarter also, than another plug here, like it's not about what you earn, it's what you keep, right? So you could earn as much money, but if you're spending equal to what you're earning or you're spending more than what you're earning, then it's not going to make a difference at the end of the day. You have to be able to keep some of your money in order to enjoy life. Yeah, exactly. Like whenever I hear someone talk about how much they make, you know, say in a post or something, I'm like, that tells me absolutely nothing though about you because you could be saying, exactly. or is it, you know, capital gains or what kind what, what are you earning? What way are you earning this money? Is it something that you're keeping? Let me know. Cause a lot of times people are dropping these figures and they're not actually telling us how much of that they're keeping in their pocket or, or how much are they actually paying themselves? Because it could be, you know, money for the business, but not actually personal income. Yeah. Yes. I know that's a big thing too, for business owners. It's like very difficult to uh, remember to pay ourselves. Yeah, because it's an investment. I see a business as an investment. And, you know, especially in the first, like, say, five years of a business, it is very risky and you want to stay afloat. And a lot exactly. of money goes back. And one thing I want to say about that as an insurance agent that also help business owners, I help business owners to understand how they can save on taxes as well. Mind you, I'm not a tax planner, I'm not a tax professional. I could just give you guidance and advice based on the investment tools that I have available, right? So like you said, a lot of times business owners have a hard time finding money. I could show you other expenses that you could add to your accounting books so that you, know, you are keeping a little bit more of the money that you are earning, you're spending your time, you're dedicating your passion to build so that you can feel that sense of fulfillment. Because at the end of the day, even in a service industry where service gives us gratitude, we still need to live. We still need to feed ourselves and put a roof over our head. So if we're able to keep a little bit more of the money in our pocket, we'll feel a little bit better offering the service that we are offering to our clients. Oh, I love that. And and back to what you said earlier in regards to getting this person out of debt so quickly, like, if that's not success, I don't know what it is. Oh my gosh. I love it. I love those stories. And I will say that's really near and dear to me because I personally was in debt not too long ago. And that's a part of the reason why I became an agent. Um, and I'll share a little bit of my story. Uh, in 2018, my mom was diagnosed with a critical illness. And through that diagnosis, I ended up now becoming the one that was financially responsible for her and myself, right? And her medical bills were not cheap. 
I moved her to Canada. She's not a Canadian. She's not a permanent resident. So she didn't have all hip. All her medical expenses were out of pocket. And I realized in that moment that I was missing something. There was something that I did not understand about money. Like my mother taught me one plus one is two. And you know, you have to pay your rent and your bills and all these things. But there are other things that we need to know when it comes up to managing our money. And those were the things that I was missing at that moment. So I ended up in debt trying to take care of her. And um, through that process, though, we, her and I, learned a lot. And I was, we were able to put things in place so that when it came to the end of her life, I wouldn't be carrying on that debt or burden. And a part of that is talking about estate planning, is making sure that, you know, palliative care is taken care of and all of that stuff. So insurance agents go from the beginning of life to the end of life where they're to support you at every stage. I love that. I love that so much. And Thank you for being so vulnerable and sharing that with us, by the way. It's not easy, but it really touches our hearts. It touches yeah. mine anyway. So well, my mom says so everything to me. And a lot of people ask this question when I share that story. So she lived and enjoyed the last four years of her life. Um, she left the earth last year and is now my guardian angel. But I will say for the four years that she had her illness, she was able to have experiences that she never had in her life before. And my brother and I are really happy that we were able to provide that for her. Oh, that's so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing. Okay, so the next question I want to ask you is about wins. So we spoke about the client. Did you help her get out of debt? But Share some more with us. Uh, what what would have been some of your biggest ones? And you know, I know some things about you with being a chef too. And you almost got chef to Canada. Um, <laughs> so yes, um, in terms of biggest wins, uh, this year has been a wonderful year for me. Um, I've been able to grace the stage with government officials at summits and have conversations about finances and talk about key things that will help to make um, the future better. So what are some things that we need to change now in order to help the future generation be more confident with finances and education and immigration and all these stuff? So that's one of the biggest things for me. But going back to clients, I'll share that I have another client. Oh my God, I have so many clients that are doing so many great things. But I have another client that I met in September. And when I met him, he too could not see his future. Uh, and this was more of a mindset thing where he felt like, okay, I can't earn any more than I'm earning and I won't be able to buy the house that I want because I'm single and I have kids and it's going to be so hard. And we sat down and I asked him a lot of whys and hows and whens and wheres. And through <laughs> the questioning, he was able to, you know, visualize his future 
we were also able to create a plan for him to get out of debt because he's a divorcee that's paying child support and all these things. So it, it, it becomes a little bit harder when you have more responsibilities. But in any case, we were able to put a plan together where he would pay off the debt from his divorce and start the process of saving towards buying a house. I will say that he closed on a house last month and that house was almost one million Canadian dollars. So I'm super excited for him, right? But I'm going from thinking, oh, I have debt. Yes, I can make money to pay off the debt to thinking that um, now I can buy a house and feel financially free. And this person is someone that is a business owner, someone that is also working a full-time job. So, you know, I, I love encouraging people and showing them the potential in what they already have in order to make them feel successful in their, you know, goals and endeavors. Because at the end of the day, we want to feel like we are living the life that we desire. Yes. Oh my gosh. I was just already thinking that it was a huge win that you could actually just transform his mindset. Like that's, that's not easy. You know what? I have a little secret tool in my belt. And I felt like even though he came into the conversation with lots of hesitation, by the end of the first conversation, he was very open. And at the end of that first month, I think within a couple of weeks, he doubled his income. So, right, being <laughs> going from half of what he was earning to twice that amount, it, it that was a big jump, a big win for me. But then to see him go from doing that to increasing the size of his business and the supports that he provides and then being able to purchase that house and to feel more secure you know and that's that's the ultimate goal to have financial freedom and financial security yes yes that is the ultimate goal absolutely okay so let me ask you a little more you know technical questions for people who don't quite understand what role does uh what pivotal role does an insurance agent play in protecting individuals and you know, their final uh, financial level. Very good question because when I talk, say to people that I'm an insurance agent and then I start talking about investments, they kind of get confused. So for all of you who do not know, insurance agents are also able to help you with financial education and investments. So we do have to get a license and our industry is very regulated. We have to stay on top of education for all those insurance agents out there. Those CE credits, we have to get them, right? So we are constantly learning and growing and evolving in the information that we have. And we're able to share that with you so that you can become more financially successful. A big part of what I do is provide information on the fundamental knowledge of money. How? What are the rules of money first and foremost? And then how can you apply those rules to your everyday life so that you can outpace inflation? You could, um, you know, experience compound growth, you can actually build wealth and pass it on from one generation to the next. 
But not only that, we could talk about different places to invest your money to save on taxes and to, you know, keep a little bit more of that money in your pocket. Because at the end of the day, we want to not just give you insurance so that when you're not here, uh, your family members can benefit from all the hard work that you do. We want you to be able to appreciate everything that you've earned within your lifetime. So insurance agents are able to help you with regular financial planning. So understanding what your numbers are for retirement, education, buying that house. And for myself, I'm a broker, so I could assist with mortgages. If you need to get a mortgage, I could connect you with the right mortgage company, whether it is an A lender or a C lender. And a C lender is mainly for those who may find it a little bit harder to qualify for a mortgage or an investor who (laughs) wants to invest quickly in a property and doesn't have the cash flow. Oh my God, Christine, I could go on and on and on about what we do as um, insurance agents. But another thing that we do is retirement planning, making sure that you have enough money saved for funds. And last but definitely not least, because we're insurance agents, we help with estate planning. So all those business owners who have your business, you're growing your portfolio, you have your assets as an individual, we can help you to protect those assets as well to ensure that when you pass away, your hard-earned money or all that work that you put in doesn't just disappear. It's there. And I have so many yep. examples of that. If you want to go Google Rob Ford and see what his estates are for the Jamaicans, if you go Google the owner of Captain's Bakery, like these are well-known individuals who um, worked really hard to build a really good estate But at the end of the day, their estate was not protected. And there are so many things that we could do. Yes, I see that surprise. Chad Moss, he he, um, was a big actor recently that passed away. And his estate was tied up in the courts for a long time. And when his family finally got the estate, they got less than half of the estate because of all the taxes, right? So insurance agents can help you to protect your assets and also think about it, right? If you, Christine, should become terminally ill or critically ill today, how would you survive that time? And how would your family survive that time? I know you are a passionate business owner and the income that you're generating is important to your household. But if you cannot generate that income anymore, what happens? How will your husband manage? That's true. It's always good to have that in place. It's such a difficult process, though. So I guess you help people through that. And um, yeah, it's like you said earlier, it's so surprising that people don't have that in place you would think yes. they would but That's like they don't plus health and dental like a lot of people don't know that Ontario does not cover everything let us not even limit it to Ontario the government does not cover all illnesses 
and does not cover all hospital stays. Mm -hmm. So having your personal health and dental coverage is also important, right? And a lot of people don't know, one, that they could get their personal health and dental coverage, and two, where to get it or how to get it or what the cost would be for them or how it would benefit them, especially as business owners. A lot of self-employed people and business owners go without coverage because they think they can't afford it. But lots of secrets, lots of tools in my belt to share. Guys, I'm here to help you to learn more and to understand how you can put your money to work for you. And the best part is a lot of times you can save on taxes. Look at your pay stub, look at your T4 and see how much money you're paying to the government. Let's talk about that. Seriously, it's a lot. We got a couple of comments here while we were chatting um, that were there's such great information. I totally agree. So thanks for those comments, <laughs> ladies. Keep them coming. Thank you so much, ladies. This is what I do on a daily basis, provide education. And it's not just general information. Um, it's tailored to you. We sit down, we talk. I get to know you. You get to know me a little bit more. We become friends and, you know, even if we don't become friends, that's fine. The goal is to help you professionally. But I'm sure that we will develop a relationship that will last a lifetime because that is what it takes for me to help you to achieve your financial goals. And let me tell you, there's no cost. When I give you the education and I support you through all of this, I'm charging nothing, guys. People are paying thousands of dollars for coaches and for support and just to get information. And I'm giving this away for free. So imagine you could just come and sit down with me and get the planning and support that you need in order to get to where you need to go. By the way, there's nothing wrong with coaches because I have coaches on my team where I can't coach someone, someone else will take that over for me, right? Um, it's important to have both in your repertoire if you need them. Um, I'm just saying, you don't necessarily have to pay for some of the information if that information is information that is at a high level. Yeah. That's absolutely right. I love that you pointed that out. Okay, so let me ask you another question here. So let's let's get to know you a little bit more, Nayoka. So what motivated your decision to become an insurance agent and um, empower them to, you know, in their class still of financial oh, uh, And you asked, I, I touched on that a little bit earlier when I spoke about my mom, but I'm going to give you a snapshot of my journey. My 10th year in Canada, guys, year 10, I am Jamaican. And one day I went to University of the West Indies, which is a school that I was attending at the time. And I just said to myself, what am I doing? Where am I going? How's this life going to turn out for me? And then by the end of the day, asking myself those questions, I'm like, I'm going to Canada. Mind you, I knew nothing about Canada. I didn't even know that it snows here and it's cold. 
I just heard a friend of mine saying that she's in Canada. I'm like, okay, I'm going to apply for the company that she works with and come to Canada. So with a psychology degree, I applied for a job in Canada, got the job, came to Canada. My transition was a pretty easy one, straightforward. I worked in the community and social service industry for almost 10 years um, almost the whole time that I've been here. Yeah, worked there for eight years. And then I transitioned to the culinary industry and kind of overlapped industries where I worked in the culinary industry for two years. And I worked in some of the best restaurants in Toronto, worked at the Art Gallery of Ontario, 11. So I worked for Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment, so many places. And um, through my journey, it felt like I had my money under control. Well, what really opened my eyes was when my mom got ill. I was doing the investing. I was saving a part of my salary, like clockwork. I was doing the things that I needed to do. But then when she became ill and my her income and my income could not support both of us, I really wanted a solution and I really needed a change and that caused me to step back from the culinary industry. I had started my own business in the culinary industry by the within the two years, going to school, working, and started a business in two years. And so I decided to focus on growing my food business and also transitioning into the financial service industry. So being an insurance agent became my full-time job, teaching people about the things that happened when I came. So I learned about RRSP and TFSA, but I didn't understand fully what they meant. So when my mom got ill, I went and I withdrew the money from my RRSP account. Wanted to be taxed twice for taking that out of my account. And it depends on where you have the money, right? You will be either taxed once or twice. But I was one of the lucky ones who was taxed twice because, you know, it's considered income. And also my mom had life insurance and she canceled her life insurance and took the money and bought a car and all of that stuff. The cash value was not there. She didn't have the benefits, all of these things. So I was desperate for a way to get money to make sure that she was okay. So I started GoFundMe. I called my friends, begged them money. Listen, Christine, I was broke, okay? My first surgery cost $100,000 Canadian dollars. And I was not earning $100,000 at the time. Luckily, um, like I said, I had savings and investments. And I um, had friends who helped me by supporting the GoFundMe. By the way, for those of you who are thinking about GoFundMe, one, GoFundMe charges a fee every time somebody donates. So you don't get the entire amount. Two, you have to pay a fee <laughs> to receive the money. And three, like, unless your situation is a unique one where everybody in the community or the province knows about your situation and can contribute, you are highly, it is highly unlikely that you will get the amount that you're asking for. 
And yeah, I got less than 1% of the amount that I asked for. So (laughs) (laughs) it was not a big help, but I am grateful that I got the help because it helped, right? Um, So there was a lot that was going on financially for me. It came to a point where we had to decide between food and medication. And I didn't want anybody else, whether you're Canadian or immigrant to the country, to have the same experiences that I did, right? So I want people to understand that there are options out there for you. And the earlier you start investing in your future, the easier it will be. A lot of us wait until we're in our mid-30s, 40s, or 50s to start saving for retirement. But it becomes a lot harder. Imagine in your 50s, you're having to save $3,000 a month towards retirement. Whereas if you started in your 20s, you could do a couple hundred dollars per month, right? And I have so many examples and stories of people that I've met, but I like to stay close to my family. My own uncle um, is Canadian. He's been in Canada for most of my life, and he had a good job in the um, sales industry. He was selling cars, and he retired. Well, he didn't actually get a chance to retire. He was laid off in the pandemic because he was beyond retirement age only to find that he could not afford to retire he had to go back to work because he did not have enough money saved to maintain himself throughout retirement and that to me breaks my heart i am working as hard as possible to get to a point where i can support him similar to how i supported my mom but one of the biggest things that i will tell everybody and i tell this to all my clients make sure that your foundation is set before you help anyone else use the mask in the airplane analogy right you have to put your mask on first before you help anyone else i got that advice when i was a teenager and because I loved my mom so much, I did not follow that advice until now. As soon as I got all that financial education, I started putting things in place for myself and my mother and my brother, right? And my father. So we are all in a better financial position because of the education that I got. And that is, I want that not just for myself or for my friends and anybody else who I meet right? If you sit with me, you'll understand that. I try to get to know your goals. I don't try to sell you anything. Try to get to know your goals and to help you to achieve those. I love that so much. Thank you so much for sharing that. So inspired. Like I'm really inspired. I've just learned a lot of things that I didn't already know. And it's just Amazing. Just incredible. Oh, we've got a comment here. So it's heartbreaking. You see people at places, they are older and they have no choice. And if we think about it, like when you go to Walmart and you see the people greeters, some of the cashiers, home hardware, these bigger chain stores, they're hiring the people who are either very young and just getting into the industry, just starting to work, or they're hiring retirees who want to be on the beach sipping my ties but have no choice but to go back to work because 
they're still carrying a mortgage. They're still having the car payments. They, um, you know, are still helping their kids, right? Exactly. You see people at the, the greeters at the doors with walkers or a cane or they're, they need help themselves, but they're trying to help you. And it's, it's hard to see, but reality is that you can't afford to do anything different. We now have the opportunity to make a change for ourselves. And that's a part of the reason why we're, I'm doing this because again, we are their children, right? And we are the ones who are here to support them. If we don't have a strong foundation and a strong understanding, then the children are going to fall with the parents and we don't want that. Yeah, that's so true. Oh, I didn't think of it that way, but it's very true. Uh, for sure, that's one of my goals. I want to support my my dad like late, later on when I'm able to do so. Because obviously, the mask analogy, you got to take care of myself first. But I'm doing all those things. And even if they don't understand it, even if your parents don't understand what it is that you're doing, exactly. doesn't matter. I have another client that I met recently and she said, my parents don't believe in life insurance, but I know that when they pass away or when they become ill or need long-term care, I'm going to be the one who is financially responsible. So I want to take that step and make sure that I have money invested that I can use to take care of them when they need my support. And that's important for us to recognize that if we're going to take on additional financial responsibility, we need to be prepared for that. Yes, exactly. I know you shared a lot of lessons that you've learned, but are there any more lessons that you want to share with us that you want everybody to walk away with watching this live today? You know what? The best thing to do is to take a moment reflect on where you are financially and think about where you want to be because I also realize that people are afraid to think about money for more reasons than one and I can tell you that I lived in a scarcity mindset for a very long time so that's one of the reasons why people can be afraid to think about money but the more you think about it Think about it like exercising. I'm trying to lose some weight, so I'll use that as an analogy, right? You go to the gym, and every time you do a bicep curl, you're building that muscle, right? So the more you think about money, the more you try to understand your financial situation, the more you practice managing your money in a proper way, the easier it will become become for you. It will become like second nature, right? So... Don't be afraid to think about how much money you want to have in retirement. Don't be afraid to have the conversation about estate planning. Don't be afraid to set aside some money for your kids. Don't be afraid to get life insurance for your children. I was talking to somebody the other day and they're like, I don't want to get life insurance for my child because it feels like I'm trying to kill my kill my child. No, you're not. You are putting yourself in a position to be in a better financial place should anything happen to your child. But permanent life insurance is a beautiful tool for educational investment for your children. So having life insurance for your child is not a bad thing. 
Christine asked me a question and I feel like I'm starting the live all over again. There are so many lessons to be learned. And honestly, guys, the, the true thing here is that financial pitfalls happen and you have to be prepared for those, right? The only way to be prepared is to have knowledge. Once you have that knowledge and you can use that knowledge to take action, then you will be in a better situation. And that's what I want to help you with the knowledge, right? And understanding so that you can be the best, you the wealthiest version of yourself. By the way, with that being said, next week I'm starting a challenge. It's a financial challenge for anybody who wants to join. Come in and I promise you, that by the end of that seven-day challenge, you will be in a better financial position. I have some exciting activities lined up to make sure that you find some hidden money somewhere because sometimes we don't pay attention to the amount of money that we're spending and that money that we're spending could be invested into something else that could either you know, be for vacation, be for that pair of shoes that you wanted or be for retirement, be for your children, who knows, whatever your goal is, we could find that money to put towards your goal so you are in a better financial position. So join the Rich Revolution next next Thursday, the 25th. We're starting at 7 p.m., you can find the link in my bio to register. I'm looking forward to seeing as many people as possible participating in that challenge. Thanks, Christine. I- <laughs> yeah. I'm already. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm so happy that you joined. And I'm so glad that you invited me to do this live this evening. Thank you so much for all your support and hello to all the beautiful ladies and your community thank you so much Nayoka thank you for carving out some time to be here with us today I really truly appreciate it and I'll say it I love love you Christine evening and thanks for everyone tuning in if you're watching the replay drop hashtag replay and feel free to comment whatever anything any questions you have for nyoka and we'll be there to uh into them for you (laughs) oh yeah i say that too (laughs) thanks for tuning in If you'd like to join the ranks of inspiring women making waves on this series or learn more about becoming a VIP member with us, head over to torontoprofessionalwomen.com and get ready to take your career journey up a notch.